Blog Talk Radio. Glamour Fearless. that is different and it still is the same now 
as it was when I first developed diabetes, is that um, the patient really gets um, all the medication and anything of associated with with uh, taking care of the illness uh, free. The the insurance in Sweden is such that uh, chronic illnesses are taken care of uh, with free medications. That's today as well. So anyone with diabetes yes. would get all their insulin for free, their metformin, their oral medications, and meters for free? Yes, everything. And how about an insulin pump? Would you be able to get that for free? Yes. And, wow, uh, right. we should all get some tickets to Sweden <laughs> right now. <laughs> I, you know, so but, how was that coming here? Yeah, that was, you know, when my husband now, when he proposed to me and I decided to stay in, in the United States, it was it was kind of a tricky thing to when I was thinking, well, how am I going to get along here? Um, I used to get all these, we had, I had insulin in a couple of boxes in the refrigerator waiting to be used and and in the beginning, uh, when I first came here, my mother would send me a few boxes um, by mail. But of course, you can't do that for a lifetime. And um, but then uh, I found out that it works okay here too. You just have to pay for it. Well, guess what? Well, we've got a caller who wants to ask you a question about diabetes. So let's bring in our live caller. If you want to call in, you could call on our diva digits at three four seven two one five eight five five one. Hello? Yes, Hello? Radio. Can you hear me? I am. Welcome yes. to the show. What's your name? Hi, my name is Rochelle, and I'm calling from Newport News, Virginia. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Rochelle. Do you have a question for Bernita? I do. Hi. How are you, Bernita? Uh, I'm fine. How are you? Fine, thank you. Um, I was wondering, do you think or know if there's a connection between diabetes and fibromyalgia? Um, I really don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Have, have you read about that? No, I was just wondering. I'm a diabetic of 35 years. I was insulin dependent, and when I... Um, lost some weight. I was able to um, be on metformin oh. and metformin. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, it seems as though since I started that, um, I developed fibromyalgia. So I was just wondering if there was any connection. For you know, doctors. There are some doctors that don't believe in fibromyalgia. Number one. Um, so you know, it's hard to find a doctor to give you any answers of what causes that, and I was just wondering if there was a connection. Yeah. Well, we no, believe I... in you, Rochelle. So, Virginia, did you, do you, you have not heard about it before? Uh, I didn't hear what you said, Max. I said what... you have never heard of this connection between fibromyalgia and diabetes before. No, I haven't. Mm-hmm. So, you know what, Rochelle? We'll, I'll do some research and post it on our Diva blog at divabetic.org for you to uh, review, and then maybe we'll make it a hot topic for one of our upcoming shows. Thank you for calling. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, if you've got a call, feel free to dial in at 347-215-8551. You know, uh, one of the main reasons I wanted you on the show is I wanted to talk about feet and diabetes. This is such a big topic with people, and here you are 
the developer of the Warm Feet Intervention. Can you tell my listeners a little bit about that? Yes. Um, as I uh, studied further, I realized that um, with relaxation, I wanted to find something. I was kind of selfish. I thought maybe I could think of something that could help me that would, you know, when I get old with diabetes, because I was young at that time. And um, so, uh, you know, in health education, there's all kinds of things that people do for themselves. They start out walking or they exercise or something. But those things were good for everybody. Um, And I realized in stress management, when you help a person relax, actually the blood vessels, the peripheral blood vessels, uh, widen just a little bit and allow more blood to flow to the hands and to the feet. And I thought, wow, that is an area that really could help people with diabetes because many of us are going to have some problems with blood flow to the feet. So um, that's what and I picked up and started work? on. How does it work? <clears throat> yes. Like what, what's yeah. involved in warm feet intervention? Because I know a lot of people do have foot issues. I'm just curious. Okay, so the warm feet intervention uh, is a relaxation technique. It acts, you, uh, the person learns to relax by listening to a, a standardized uh, recording. And the recording uh, starts out with, with um, you know, first just sitting quietly and then uh, doing some exercises with the feet and, uh, and then breathing and relaxing. And that, this goes on for, uh, for 16 minutes. Towards the end of it, or uh, not really the end, but um, in, from the beginning and uh, from the middle and on, um, I ask the person to uh, think of the feet feeling warm because that's another part, of, that's the second part of the relaxation. First, relaxation, and then imagining that the feet are warm. When you do that, the mind and the body, who knows what what warming, more, what warm feet is, uh, that connection starts, and they actually become more warm. Um, but, you know, people are always curious about, um, is this something for neuropathy? Like if someone, I have a lot of women who come to the Diva Better Club in New York, Cleveland, and Philly who have uh, suffered or are currently suffering from neuropathy. Is this something that would kind of alleviate that? It it can. You know, it's it's kind of hard to say that, that it will do it for sure. But, um, you know, the problem with neuropathy is that uh, the nerve endings uh, are actually dying off and they are um, um, giving these, um, the peripheral nerve endings are dying off and giving false sensations that it's very hot or very painful. And uh, if you can bring more blood down to the to the uh, feet and the toes, then it's going to help that. It's, they're not, you know, the nerve endings are going to get more nutrition and oxygen, and uh, are going to co- are going to recover because that is one thing that happens with peripheral nerves; they actually regrow. So and, there's and a little bit us, of that. And yeah. tell us a little bit about some of the patients, uh, some of the results your patients have experienced with the warm feet intervention. Well, uh, there's been some fantastic results. Um, there was a, uh, a young man who had a heel ulcer uh, 
that's on, on the back of the heel, and he had had it for a long time, months and months. And he was uh, seen at in in Madison at the uh, vascular clinic in, in Madison. And um, uh, they had about given up hope to ever heal it. And I happened to have a chance to meet with him in a clinic nearby, and he learned the technique. And uh, after a few weeks, I don't remember exactly how long it was now. It probably was maybe four weeks or five weeks, something. Um, he went back to his the, the vascular uh, office, and um, he, they asked him, well, how is your heel ulcer? He said, it's healed. It's healed? Yes. So they checked it out. Yeah, it was healed. And then the technician said, hmm, there is no code for a healed heel ulcer. So it's so unusual huh. that that happened. Wow. So yeah. what is, uh, tell the people how they can get in touch with you if they're interested in the warm feet intervention. Okay. Um, I have a website. It's called warmfeetkit.com. And the kit means uh, that it's actually an additional thing that comes beside the CD. Um, and that's a little thermometer. And I didn't tell you about this earlier, but uh, it's sometimes when you ask people to sit down and relax, they they say, yeah, sure. I sit there and say, relax. But I don't know if I'm relaxing. I'm just sitting there. And that's true. Sometimes you're just sitting there. And sometimes you are worrying about other things. But if you relax, the skin temperature in the periphery, in your hands and in your feet, in your toes, the skin temperature is going to go up. And so if you measure the skin temperature before you start relaxing and then after relaxing, that's 16 minutes later, um, it will have gone up a few degrees if you were able to relax. And re relaxing is actually a skill. It takes some time to get really good at it. So that's why it's good to practice. Uh, and I suggest practice, relax, you know, four times a week or something like that. Wow. Um, so... so there's a, is a good way, you know, that they can check on themselves to see that they're actually relaxing. And then if you keep a log to see how much you are increasing each time, you can actually increase more by, by thinking of your feet feeling warmer and warmer. And think of a place that you really like that is warm because that's what really um, makes your feet feeling warmer if you can enjoy it and well, I'm thinking of lovely Cocoa Beach, Florida, where I am today broadcasting live with my guest, Birgitta Rice, who's the developer of the Warm Feet Intervention. I'd like to remind everyone or call in. Here, we've got another live caller. You're on the air with Diva Talk Radio. Hi. Hi, I'm calling Welcome to the show. What's your name? Uh, Brenda. Brenda? Yes. And do you have a question for Brigitte, right? Yeah. Um, I have a, a, a friend who's, um, I guess she's sort of like pre-diabetic, if that makes sense. And yeah. I just don't know if this would work for somebody who's kind of just found out about that and they're kind of depressed. Is there something else they need to do to um, have this technique be effect effective? 
No? Uh, if, can I answer that? No? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. No, it actually, um, you can do it anytime. And what's re- really uh, impressive with this technique is the person relaxes like this every, um, you know, four times a week. They're going to start to feel much better. Um, I can't really say that the depression will go away completely, but they will have much more energy to do things. And sometimes uh, having a little more energy uh, can help a person, a depressed person to have the energy to do something for themselves. And so it, it and um, pre-diabetes is something that um, it really is, is very good that if the person or if you have whoever has that is aware of that because if you can be aware of the pre-diabetes and live as if you had diabetes, um, uh, you know, noting that you should exercise a little bit more and watch your diet, then you actually can delay some of the complications that come with diabetes because many times a person will have trouble with their feet before they actually um, become uh, you know, diagnosed with diabetes. Many of the complications of diabetes can start very early. Well, thank you for your call, Brenda. We appreciate it at Diva Talk Radio. Thank you. All right, I want to tell you what's coming up in the world of Zebabetic for during National Diabetes Awareness Month, which is November. It's shaping up to be a blockbuster. Our Golden Girls Tour continues with stops in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Hagerstown, and Washington, D.C., all through the next two months. To find out more about these dazzling outreach events, please visit our website at divabetic.org. Remember, the phone lines are open tonight with our guest, Virginia Rice at 347-215-8551. You can call in and ask your questions. We'll be on the air until 6.30. But now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Pick a Number. That's right, listeners, we're educating and empowering divas about living with diabetes one number at a time, and tonight's special guest, Brigitte Rice, is going to help us and pick a number. What's your number tonight, Brigitte? Well, I would say the number is 16, because that is how long the warm feet relaxation technique takes. So if you have 16 minutes, sit down and relax and follow the directions on the on the CD and um so that you can um you know get get your blood flowing to the periphery and um help yourself uh in your wellness and uh maybe even uh even with if you do it regularly to reduce your blood sugar uh, blood um uh, blood pressure a little bit also Fantastic. Here, I thought you were going to pick the number 52. (laughs) For living 50 years with diabetes and being so um, helpful and encouraging to others. I I just find that tremendous. So I want to ask you about uh, living with diabetes for 52 years. Do you ever count carbs? I do. I do carbs. I think of it 
every day when I when I put my values into my pump. So do you uh, think you're pretty good at counting carbohydrates? <laughs> well, over the years, I think I have I have figured out most of it. But of course, if if of course I, I could be wrong too. All right. Well, guess what? Here at Diabetic, we be, we love to create new ways to make uh, learning about diabetes fun and entertaining. And this week, I was inspired by the greatest amusement park in the world—that's Disney World—to uh, create my newest game. It's called Bumper Cars. <laughs> Sounds more like a shuttle, but it's actually a car, Brigitte, so you're going to have to fasten your seatbelt on this one. Here's okay. how it works. I'm going to read you a popular food item or drink and then give you three choices with, the, with one of them being the correct amount of carbohydrates. Once you guess, I'll bump into the answer and reveal it to our listeners. Here we go. Okay, first up is one serving of Dannon yogurt. Does it have 14 grams, 26 grams, or 36 grams of carbohydrates? 14. That would be the low-fat version. <laughs> but if you said the regular yogurt, it's actually oh. 36 grams. Okay. All right. Well, I was you, I was thinking. And, you know, um, I don't know if they celebrate this in Sweden, but it's Oktoberfest here, so your next questions are in honor of Oktoberfest. We're playing bumper carbs with Bergita Rice. One glass of Bud Draft beer has 5.6 grams, 10.6 grams, or 12.6 grams of carbohydrates. 12.6. And it's 10.6 grams of carbohydrates. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're better with the one glass of Bud Light beer. Does Bud Light beer have 6.6 6.6 grams, 7.6 grams, or 8.6 grams of carbohydrates. Oh, boy. Light should be 6. It's 6.6 grams. You're right. And finally, the only thing better than a beer at Oktoberfest is some bratwurst. Does bratwurst have 4 grams of carbohydrates, 16 grams of carbohydrates, or 42 grams of carbohydrates? Well, broadwurst is pretty much all fat, so but it has to have some carbohydrates in it. I would say the middle number. You're on the right thing, but in honor of Halloween, that's a trick question. There's zero carbs in broadwurst. It does have a lot of fat, though. Yeah. I, I, so I thought. 52 years of counting carbs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing very well. You might want to brush carbs. up a little bit. <laughs> But you're a diva, and we celebrate your spirit. Thank you for playing bumper carbs with us tonight. Okay. All right. Well, you we've got some more talk about living with diabetes for 52 years. I know you've been traveling back and forth to Sweden all the time, and I could imagine international travel could be a bit hectic for you at times. Yes, that it is. And, you know, it's getting uh, has been getting harder and harder. Um, because of all the 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 security and and um it's it it just has been getting harder. Um So you're gonna help me tonight with our top three travel tips for all our divas living with diabetes. 
this is going to, uh, Birgitta helped me out and is going to make it easier for everyone traveling who has diabetes to go international. So number three, Birgitta, your tip for traveling is pack, put everything you need into your baggage. What do people need to carry with them when they're traveling overseas? I, w I would say if you're going um, across, you know, to Europe, uh, you should ha have everything uh, as far as the medication uh, for two days at least, or three days. Uh, if you're in a pump, you have to have, you know, a change for that. Um, and um, also bring along uh, um, food. I would say a half a day's worth of food, uh, whatever that is for you. Um, and, of course, it's tricky to get through um, security with anything food. I usually take uh, um, some crackers in a, in, a, in a bag of crackers and a peanut butter jar. Because All right. And your number two travel tip is copies of your prescriptions. Yes, that's very important to have that because you will have all your your um, medication in your bag, in your hand carry-on bag, um, and then it's very important to have copies. For example, if you would lose a bottle of insulin or your medication, you you know forget it on a nightstand someplace, and uh, um, you need to uh, order it. It's good to have a prescription. And finally. Your number one travel tip. And that's a letter from your doctor. And, and why, the letter from they have, why, why do they need a letter from their doctor? Well, I think nowadays, you know, and people are wondering what you are, um, what you're up to and why do you have syringes in your bag? Um, then you can say, well, I have diabetes and um, this is my doctor's uh, letter. Um, Saying that I am, I'm the person that need to have these syringes with me. So it helps to convince somebody that doesn't know who you are. And you've been going back and forth from the United States to, to Sweden, I'm sure, many, many times. Have you ever had a problem where you forgot a medication or you know needed to do anything while you were there? I'm just curious. Have you ever had like a snafu when it comes to traveling? Well, I, I did uh, somehow run out of my insulin one time, and um, uh, I did go to a, a pharmacy, and since they knew I was Swedish because I also have a personal number, at that time I was still a Swedish citizen, um, I got the insulin free of charge. Oh, so you actually had a you made a negative, you made lemonade <laughs> out of lemons right there, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. They still, to this day, do not charge uh, citizens of Sweden for insulin, their blood glucose monitors, and insulin pump strips. That's really true. That's so fascinating to me. Yeah, they do. It's amazing. And uh, I was reading, though, that the epidemic is rising in of diabetes in Switzerland. I mean, in Sweden, excuse me. In Sweden, yes. And in the neighboring country of Finland, it's a very high uh, incidence of diabetes. And so. what, um, just tell everyone, because living with diabetes is such a day-to-day -day, uh, experience. How do you keep yourself motivated and just stay so positive? <laughs> wow. How do I do that? Well, I I guess I um, 
uh, when I think of it, I think of a, of a saying, know who you are, be honest, deal with what has been given to you. Is it rocks or riches? Is it diabetes or opportunities? And then use it to help someone and be thankful. So those are kind of be... a... Pardon me? Sorry. No, I was going to say you're going to be sharing more of your wisdom in an upcoming book, right, with Dr. Bev called The Sweet Life. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about that? I didn't quite hear what you said. I said you're going to be featured in an upcoming book called The Sweet Life, but we're oh, running yeah. out of time, so they're going to have to find out about that on your website. Because I want to thank you, my special guest, Brigida Price, for joining us. Find out more about the Warm Feet Intervention. You can visit her website. What is it, Brigida? It's warmfeetkit.com. Um, Thank you. And if you missed any of our shows, please visit divabetic.org or click and click on our radio link to hear more of this show in its entirety. Entirety. Remember, every diva has an entourage, and I'm so glad to be part of yours. Let's get happy and stay healthy together. Thank you for listening. Are you ready to dance with us, baby? Come on, baby.